Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here just outside of the Navy Pier in Chicago, Illinois, and I am sitting next to Jen Dively, and Jen lives just outside of this downtown area, and we are going to talk to her about her passion today because, as you know, we are cruising all 50 states, and we are discussing passions with people. So, Jen, first of all, thank you for joining us here in this lovely park bench in the middle of everywhere where people are taking pictures of us outside of this camera area. The geese. Yeah, us and the geese, I yeah. think. So thank you so much for coming. And can you tell me and everybody else, what exactly is your passion? I'd say right now, at this point in my life, it's probably what I do um, as a career-wise. I'm an environmental health and safety manager. Uh, I work in the coal processing and it's called coke processing most people don't know what that is but we make coke for the steel industry so but i've done safety for 20 years in all sorts of manufacturing industries and construction now how is this a passion for you and how did it start it started completely unexpectedly i planned to be an english major and i was and i got an internship when i grew up in flint at general motors thinking i was going to do engineering and they threw me into safety and I really liked it. I really liked working with people and I really liked the concept of helping make people's day-to-day -day jobs safer and they went home with all their body parts attached and could kind of teach them something along the way. And I worked for them all through college and then fell into the job full-time and decided I wasn't going to go into teaching or whatever and became a full-time safety person and have been doing it ever since. Did you have any hesitations or challenges moving into that? Oh yeah, being a female in this business when I started, it was a very male-dominated area. Uh, I worked in a union facility with GM and the UAW. Uh, I was the youngest, I was the only woman. Uh, there's a lot of challenges and it's still pretty predominantly male, but it's starting to be more diversified. You know, on the show we f speak frequently about limiting beliefs and you, it sounds like, could have said, you know, maybe this isn't for me, maybe I shouldn't go for it because I am so young, because I am female. What did you kind of tell yourself to push forward? It was actually a benefit to me because you kind of look at yourself and say, what are my resources, how can I use them? Being young and female meant that most of these guys who were in their 50s and had kids my age wouldn't be disagreeable with me or wouldn't give me the hard time they might give someone that was a male in my position. And I mean, if you're smart enough and you want something hard enough, you can get it depending on your limitations. And it was just sort of, I liked what I did and I was going to do it. I wasn't going to let anybody sell me that because I didn't fit a mold, I wasn't going to be able to do that job. So what do you think you've learned about yourself through that process? I learned a lot. I mean, I grew up doing this process and I learned how to work with people and I learned how to both not take myself so seriously and to value myself and what I was able to do through it. Because if you're working with a lot of men, if, as a woman, if you're emotional, then it doesn't matter if you have a right to be emotional or upset or angry with something. They automatically kind of treat that as if it's a weakness and things like that. And you have to learn how to use that for your strengths. And, you know, you can you can do a lot without having to... I don't know, resort to manipulations or things like that. You, you just have to learn to work with people. And I think 
I've worked with such a diverse group of people in the states, internationally, and it's taught me a lot about preconceived notions and why they don't really work most of the time. So, okay, I'm all about telling people, envision something that you want, explore what it would take, and then execute a plan. So to envision this, what would you tell people they need to see to kind of keep that stamina and that endurance and, and to keep those limiting beliefs at bay? I think for me, it's been, you know, having goals. I think having a set goal for what you want to do, it's really easy to get into a job and get, you know, good at it or used to it and sit there. I've moved 14 times in the past 15 years, so I've done a lot of job changes and try to follow my career path and realized I couldn't expect to stay in one place. I've also made education and growth, like self-teaching and growth, a big deal. I'm just finishing my master's in England right now. Um, through my education and my employers have paid for it. and Which I think that's part of the exploration process, right? Oh yeah, I've been able to travel all over the world thanks to my jobs and choosing wisely and knowing what I wanted and I always wanted to go into the next job as something I haven't done before, a new challenge, something new for my resume, new diversification. And I think that's part of it. If you say stagnant, you start to lose your ability to focus and, and, and get your goals. So for somebody to take that first step to execute, to go do something today, and, and maybe it's somebody already in a position, like you started somewhere, right? And then you had to change your mindset. So for them to do that, what would you suggest? You have to do a little bit of research about what you want and is it really the right place for you to go? Because a lot of times, we'll th you know, everybody wants to be president of the United States, but do we really all have the skill set to do it? Probably not. Is it something that A, you think would be a good fit for your personality or your skill set? And if it is, and you or you have some gaps, Find a way to fill those gaps, you know, training, internships, things like that. But then you have to just make the effort, either, you know, make the connections with people. Um, and a lot of times it's just taking the, the jump to get out of what's comfortable. You have to be a little fearless. Can you tell us before we go, what was one of the most difficult experiences that you had that you had to say, okay, regroup, Jen, keep pushing forward. Do you have a memory of that? Yeah, I think uh, when I was working uh, with one of the companies, I had uh, one of my coworkers physically assault me at work. And I kind of had to stop and say, I mean, first of all, having anyone physically assault you anytime is a little bit uh, overwhelming, but say, okay, this is not the job, this is not me, this is the one person, the one individual, and I and had to stay. Because I, I, I was at the point where I was like, do I want to stay in this kind of business? Um, and so, you know, I'm not going to let this one bad experience color what I can do in the future and what I've already done to date. So, you know, you just have to have confidence in yourself and, and, and the people around you and, and a good support system. So final thoughts. How can you motivate people today? I think that humor is a good motivator. I think positivity, um, a good sense of sarcasm and a sense of realism always helps. And just really encouraging people. If, I think a lot of people here don't or you can't all the time. And I mentor a lot of people, especially women in my industry, and tell them don't let the limitations stop you. If you have something you really want to do, you can get there. You just have to be willing to work for it. I love that. Now, I would love to make you a part of our private Facebook group so people can reach out to you there for advice if you'd like that. Okay. So they can look for you there. But thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, thank you very much. Nice to meet you, ladies. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along